338.3. Risky business. speed at mid-track. The track just left the center. Risky business. Not going to get there. Actually heard a surge in RPM right here about 220 feet. Truck down there. I do. Here we go, Mr. Eric Claypool out of Macon, Missouri, the risky business. on it looks like we've got joe waiting in the wings here josh how you doing buddy I, I we didn't go live on facebook there before we got started into the video so just want to welcome everybody tuning in on facebook uh whichever site you're you're coming through if it's on the outlaw page or on beer money pulling team we welcome you this is outlaw with ron stone and josh running on here tonight my co-host jason down in uh Dallas, Texas this week, so he won't be joining us tonight. Special guest tonight is legend Joe Claypool, and hopefully our young gun, Eric Claypool. I don't see him waiting in the wings here. He's a little camera shy, I think, Josh. I think so. We've tried to get him on here several times now, and he always seems to elude it for some reason or another. Yeah, he's usually pretty talkative. Yeah. You know, and he's pretty passionate about some things, but man, as soon as I mentioned something about going live on on the show, he just he's he's MIA on me. He goes missing. He does that. You throw a microphone in his face to pull, he's the same way. He he gets it when you try to interview him, he clams up all of a sudden. But then you catch him back at the trailer and hear him telling all these stories about how he did this and whooped up on so and so. But he he never will say it to everybody. I'm not sure why. <laughs> well, we're gonna go ahead and bring Joe on right now. Hey Joe. Joe. Hey, how, how you guys, guys doing? doing? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Welcome to the show here. Excuse Thank me. You. I got a little cough going on here. Got that stupid little tickle in my chest when I try to talk and it uh, tries to get me to coughing. But um, what? how are things over in Macon, Missouri? Oh, it's just fine. Is Eric going to be missing in action? Yeah, he's missing in action. What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise. Could take priority over being live on this show with us tonight. 
Well, 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 well he, he just, you know, he just gun shy, as you, as you said earlier, he has a hard time talking in front of the microphone. We'll have to get you to set him up one week, Joe. You just get him over there to quote unquote, watch the show and happen to be on it while, while you're in the process. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> so we've got Jay, Joe Claypool on one of our legends with the outlaws. Uh, Joe drives a shares driving duties with his son, Eric Claypool truck called risky business. They were the 2020 points champs with the Outlaws uh, last season. And you started pulling in what year, Joe? I believe it. Well, I actually started pulling tractors in 1973. Done that for four or five years and uh, then switched over to trucks. I believe we first time I ran was in 1981, I think. Okay. So about 40 years pulling pickups. That's that's a little, little yeah. time there. I took a couple of breaks a time or two there through through that 40 years. <laughs> a couple of breaks to think about it? Yeah. <laughs> what Was there ever a time you thought about throwing in the towel? Oh, a little bit, but having them two younger boys, why it was uh, – that they were always interested in it, and Eric, he took a real big interest in it. So uh, I'm going to contribute that uh, that's probably why I'm still in the sport. Gotcha. He does get pretty excited about – about pulling, I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, he definitely loves it. <laughs> Is he there with you watching? No, he's oh, not. All right, all right. He, he's pretty smart feller then. He yeah, knows he he, he knows how to hide out. <laughs> <laughs> so you started pulling tractors. Uh, explain that. What uh, what classes it was? Or I ran a John Deere forty five twenty in what they called back then a super stock class. And uh, the first time my dad let me take it to town, of course, we had to drive. It didn't have anything to haul it. Right. And uh, I drove it like 16, 17 miles of town. And uh, come my turn in our, in our class, I wound up winning that class. So I guess that's kind of what bit me right there. I mean, yeah. I, I've had the bug ever since. No, Would that have been in Macon? or? Yes, it was right here in Macon. Oh, good deal. Yeah. Good deal. So you grew up in Macon then? Huh? Yes. Okay. But uh, never never tore up the tractor doing that. No, we got real lucky. Never really ever blowed motors up or tore anything up in the tractor class. Don't you wish you could still say that? Yeah, it'd be nice <laughs> to say that, yes. <laughs> so you started pulling in 81. Uh, yes. Did you start out in the modified pickup class? Yep, I started out in the modified uh, uh, class. Uh, my first motor was uh, a 482. And, and the... Was there a maximum cubic inch limit? Yeah, we had, I ran what uh, what used to be called the tri-state organization, and we had a 530 cubic inch limit. Okay. And at that, at that time, that's all I could afford was a small <clears throat> 482. Now, any any championships to speak of? I know we, I mentioned the 2020 Outlaw Championship, but any others? I never, got, I never won a championship. I was second, third, fourth, fifth. I mean, I got close numerous times, but... Of course, I always had a job that you know I couldn't. I couldn't always go to all the pulls, so that kind of hurt me on a points championship. Yeah, I was looking back through some history there from seventeen to twenty-one. You were top five every year. So. Yeah. Now, when did uh, Eric start helping you drive? Was when he turned sixteen? When he turned sixteen. Okay. Um, always drove drove the Chevrolets. Always had the Chevys. Yep, that's all I've ever had. Now you've got uh, 
your old pickup back and was that the original you started out with in 81 no that wasn't original truck i had one prior to that that i could i built completely myself the my old truck was uh originally was a texas blue bonnet oh okay that, uh, roy holland had from texas ah okay i remember that truck well yeah got a lot of history right there yeah yeah so you pulled with Tri-State, a group called Tri-State, the Outlaws, any other groups you pulled? Uh, we, we pulled a little bit of NTP or not NTPA. We, we did a time or two with NTPA when they was in town. Uh, we pulled ITPA some also over in Illinois. Okay. Any uh, any pulls that, that stand out in your memory, Joe? It, it, just you, you remember it, whether you, you it was a big win for you, maybe you, you blew the motor sky high. I mean, just something. Some some pull maybe that sticks out in your memory. You want to talk? About? I guess one that really sticks out and it was just a few years back is in Kansas City uh, when we was in Kemper Arena. Uh, I got lucky to be the first first uh, first puller, and I wasn't going to give up that spot. And uh, I of course hit the sand pile the first time, hit it the second time, and real close to the uh, third time. <laughs> that was twenty fourteen, wasn't it, Joe? Yes. And like I say, I feel like I learned more right there doing a back-to-back-to-back pull than anything. You, they reset the sled on you? And oh, yeah, they kept resetting the sled, and I wouldn't, uh, I, I wouldn't give up that spot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine the clutch might have been a little bit warm. Yeah, clutch was getting a little warm. I guess if I would have drove it like I should have, I probably would have gained that extra six inches that I needed to win it. So how'd you end up? You, you get second. That I got. Night? I got one up getting second. Got beat out by uh, Nick Christensen. He beat me by six inches. Yeah, one of them Ford guys. Huh? Yeah, I know it. I kind of hate to even bring his name up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't see any comments. Oh, here we go. We got a couple comments coming in. But uh, yeah, this is this will probably be a pretty boring interview. You probably won't get much out of the general public. We got quite a few people watching. Yeah. Uh, Pretty good numbers here so far, but um, now we're going to fast forward here to 2021, Joe. Uh, something happened in the middle of the season here that kind of put a hiccup in your in your points chase. Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about it or not, but I'm going to throw it out there. Uh, you look great. I'll tell you that right now. You look great considering, but uh, tell us about 2021. I'm assuming you're referring to my heart attack. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I had, I had a heart attack in uh, September, end of September there, and then had open heart surgery in uh, uh, October the 6th. And I'm getting along really, really well with that. Matter of fact, I just had my final doctor's appointment today, and they completely turned me loose. Wow. Yeah. Oh. So that was a, that. a multi-stage bypass, was yeah, it? Yeah, I had, it was a four-way. four, four bypass. Four way. Yeah. Um, Drake Haggerty. If you know Drake Haggerty, he says more words of wisdom. Um, just talking about some of the uh, some of the comments here. One Facebook user says uh, you put on a great pull there in Macon, which we're planning on coming back there in 2022. Um, we talked about that a little bit today, Joe. Of course, uh, your class will be offered there, being your hometown pull. Uh, let's talk about Macon a little bit, the history of that event. Uh, if you've always had, you know, been part of it 
throughout the years. Oh, we, we've, I, we've, we've helped uh, with the honor flight. Now, like I say, we've, it's actually turned over to the honor flight people now. And we, we just, we just run the show for them is what we do. And, you know, we help try to get sponsorship money for them. Gotcha. That was actually one of the first outlaw events that uh, actually the first outlaw event that I uh, got to announce uh, about four years ago, I think something like that. Yeah. Uh, Fred Petch. Uh, him and I. Yeah, he was there. He was there. one of the announcers. Yes. Well, I, I was being evaluated as. Uh, gotcha. In training, huh? My skills or lack thereof as an announcer. So <laughs> we'll leave that up to everybody's personal decision, right? <laughs> so, what's the biggest changes that you've seen? Um, well, in your class specifically, then in pulling in general, if there's anything that stands out to you that's changed over the years. Oh, I'd say the biggest thing is the the open cubic inch limit just keeps, you know, it just keeps climbing, just keep getting bigger and bigger motors, you know, making more horsepower. And uh, yeah. I, you know, that's that, that's the biggest thing. And of course, then of course the cost factor of what it takes to to get there. Right. You guys switched to the Sonny Leonard motor. Uh, was it two years ago? Three two years, years ago, ago. Yes. I think Cowtown was. You were debuting it at Cowtown. Yeah. And, yep. Uh, they had a push rod or push tube. Uh, yeah, figured out they put uh, they were they were about a hundred thousands too short, and we wound up burning the end on one. Oh, yeah, I remember that when you was trying to come off the line there. It just sounded to me like a sounded like a rocker arm or yeah, a push rod, whatever. Uh, but uh, well, we, we got that out of the way before the season started. Right. At uh, Eric was driving there. That's that's uh, that's his spot to pull. <laughs> <laughs> Gives you somebody to blame it on, right, Jeff? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Josh is going to be here to defend himself. Well, we'll talk about him. Yeah, we'll talk about him. There you go. You don't show up, we're going to talk crap about you. There you sorry, go. Sorry on your luck, Eric. <laughs> Josh, go ahead and talk to him a little bit. I'll see if I can find you. have many pictures of the old truck or the new truck and the new old truck on uh, Facebook page or anything? Me? Yeah. No, I don't. Eric takes okay. care of all that. Okay. One of the things you mentioned there, Joe, is the expansion of it and the cost of it. Just just for kind of a reference, back in 83, when you started pulling, what do you think you had in that complete truck? Well, back then, if you had if you could build a motor for around ten thousand, we thought that was that was horrible at ten thousand dollars for you know for a motor, you know, that 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 was just almost unheard of. Mm-hmm. So a $10,000 motor, probably what, a $5,000 pickup to start with? Yeah, we, we didn't have a lot invested in the in the truck itself. I mean, yeah. it was uh, it was an, uh, just an old old truck you got out of the junkyard, and, and uh, you know, you bought pieces and parts to fix it up as far as the body was concerned. And now you're looking at almost $100,000 for an engine yeah. without a truck to go around it. So exactly. It, it's came and grown a long way, some for the better, some for the worse, but. Oh, another I guess, big change is the, is a quick change gearboxes and stuff. Of course, you know, years ago, we always had to run, you know, the, uh, uh, just your regular transfer case. Uh -huh. and, uh, I wasn't the first one to try it, but probably the second one to try it. We built uh, a chain transfer case. Harry Roberts yeah. uh, from over in Illinois, he built the first one. And uh, I kind of built one similar to his. That way we could change 
And I made mine actually a quick change where I could have three gears on the top shaft where I just slide the bottom one over and uh, I could actually change gear ratios that way. Was probably good for a couple more weights to hang out front too as well. If you yeah, know. I mean, every, everything about it was pretty heavy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. we, always, we always try to get everybody's input here when they're on the show. If you could go anywhere, anytime era and pull any vehicle, where would it be and what would it be? What's what's Joe's dream pull? Well, I mean, I like going to Louisville, and I used to really love going to Kansas City, Kemper Arena. Uh, back in the 80s, I used to go up there when uh, uh, SRO used to put on shows up there, uh, National Hot Rod Association, just to watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, those, those two, I mean, those two places there probably, probably become my favorite uh, as far as winter pulling. Uh, uh, going, going outdoors, I love going to White Wright, Texas. Yeah, uh, good place to pull. Yeah, that's always that's always a good place to be. Yeah, you guys weren't uh, weren't included there this year at White Wright, but you're going back in 2022, Joe. Yes, looks like they got you back in the lineup yeah. there. Uh, COVID kind of threw a monkey wrench in a lot of things there, and there were some budget cuts here and there. And I think White Wright had a, um, just a huge turnout from from. Uh, spectators this year so yes. they put you guys back in the lineup to come back to, to white right well that's here. good i'm glad i'm glad we can go back there was a lot of people down there wondering where the four-wheel drives were that class was definitely missed this year i i hope it doesn't uh change people's attitude on coming back next year no i'm, I'm sure they'll have a crowd i'm sure they will have a crowd down there now you're talking so about, you talk uh, about oh sorry ron go ahead josh go ahead buddy you had talked about pulling the old super stock tractor way back in the seventies. Have you since been in the seat of anything other than a four wheel drive pickup? Anybody ever put you on a tractor or something just to get a feel for something different? Nope. Never have. I would always kind of like to have a, had a mod tractor of some sort, but I just, they're just, I just can't afford that. Oh, come on, Joe. It's only money. Oh, I know, but there's only <laughs> so much of that to go around. I hear you. I hear you. Go ahead, Ron. Speaking of money and 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 horsepower, you talked about your first motor and your first truck was a 482. Uh, compare that to what you're running now, cost and horsepower versus cost and horsepower what you're running in 2021. Well, I, like back then, we didn't hardly even think about dyno, and so we're guessing that we were we were probably only making six or seven hundred horse, you know, maybe eight at tops. And, you know, nowadays we're, we're up there pushing that 1700 mark. So that's uh, that's a big difference. Yeah. But your first motor was was about how much did it cost you to say 10,000? Oh, yeah. It, well, it was less than 10,000. I mean, I didn't even run uh, aluminum heads. I run iron heads. That's uh, and then compared to the cost of the, the Leonard motors that you're running now. And I, I think those are actually going up too, Joe. Oh, they, I'm sure everything everything yeah. is. So why not? They used to have the price right there on the Facebook or on the uh, website. And I noticed the, the cost is 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 uh, missing now from that page. Uh, so don't want to scare you off too quick. <laughs> that, that may be one of them you need to call on Black Friday, Joe. See if they're having a sale on. Yeah, uh, one's <laughs> enough for me right now. You know they were giving one away a couple of years ago at PRI, and uh, you could buy a chance on it. It was for a. A charity. I can't remember what the charity was, and I, I bought a few chances for that when I was there. <laughs> yeah, that's you know I ran a, a 
a super street pickup uh, in the early 2000s to, to mid 2015, 16. And my last motor was a small block. And I, I thought about that many times. It made 750 horse. And I thought back, but man, when I was first started watching the modified pickups back in the early 80s, they probably were making about this much horsepower that this little small block's making. Technology is has really uh, brought the horsepower numbers up over the years. Yeah, it's changed a lot. And, of course, those, those Sonny Leonard motors, that seems to be the ticket. Now, the Ford guys, for the most part, sticking with their, their Ford-based Hemis, the Allen Root motors, things like that. But uh, everybody else, non-Ford, uh, pretty much leans toward those Sonny Leonard motors. Yeah, just about everybody, I think, in Outlaws almost has a has a Hemi style motor now. Well, even uh, even the uh, Thumper truck running a, a Leonard motor now. Yeah. Uh, sometime this at some point in the season, I can't remember if it was. Early yeah, about about halfway through, they 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 switched. They switched it out, and I think I gave them a hard time about putting the Ford motor in the Chevy pickup. Right. This year, <laughs> Derek Brown's chiming in. He says he looks forward to joining you guys. Okay, uh, pulling in that mod four wheel drive class. He he picked up a truck uh, in the off season. He picked up the old uh, Oklahoma Showdown. Okay, Chevrolet. So uh -huh. they're working on getting a motor for it and 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 throwing their hat in the ring in that mod four wheel drive class this year. Uh, we're we're, we're going to be glad to have him in the class. Yeah. And you guys, you and Eric purchased your original truck. Now that was the Texas Blue Bonnet truck that you have back. Yes, you have that now, and you were gearing up to put that back on the track. But you told me earlier something had changed. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. You've got another truck you're going to be running. Tell us. Yes, that. we've uh, we've been offered a uh, opportunity to run another guy's truck for a while. Uh, I don't want to throw any names out there just yet. Who it is? Because we haven't finalized the deal yet, but. I mean, I think it's 99% sure that we will. And uh, he's going to run it when he can when he can go to some of the pulls once in a while. But majority of the time, we'll be running it for him. Okay. So we won't throw out any details of who it is. I know who it is, but I won't uh, <laughs> I won't say anything. It's a pretty good running truck. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a nice truck. There's no doubt about that. So over the years, have you had any major sponsors? Uh, anybody that's helped you <clears throat> get through? No, I pretty season? much, I pretty much uh, have done it pretty much all by myself. Oh, haven't ever really went out there and tried to beat the bushes for a for a big sponsor of any kind. Um, back in the eighties, uh, there were guys that were actually trying to go full time pulling. You probably remember that uh, pulling was really in its heyday there in the mid to late 80s when uh everybody couldn't get enough right pulling and there were several guys that were doing it full time <coughs> had you ever thought about anything like that back then did you ever think oh about yeah that? that was always my dream but i just there wasn't ever no way to ever uh ever get that pulled off yeah. uh, when we ran tri-state of course tri-state was just strictly trucks it wasn't tractors and uh we might uh, there was there was a few years that we had uh we had 60 hooks to go to if you wanted to and we wow. finally had to make a rule that uh you couldn't book a a pull too close together it had to be at least 150 miles away 
and because they they were just getting so many and it just you know yeah. you just couldn't go to them all right yeah that's and they're you know missouri and iowa nebraska tons of pools in this this part of the country i mean there's there's so many organizations in the state of missouri right um, if you're a pulling fan and you live in it's kind of like ohio you know if you if you live in ohio or missouri and you're a pulling fan there's no excuse why you can't go to see a tractor pull yeah on any weekend in the summer yeah so um just had a question about the pickup there um you've got your old pickup back you might be running a different one this year the engines in these trucks i'm gonna look at how many hooks we've got booked for you guys here I think we're in the neighborhood around 20, I think. 22 is what we've got okay. at this point. Um, overall, uh, several more pulls than we had at this point last year. How many runs can you put on one of those Leonard motors before you have to start thinking about rods and, and checking things out? We usually we usually stop around 25 to 30. I mean, I think they, they can go a little bit more, but uh i don't like taking that chance we don't have to well that's perfect then 22 yeah and... yeah <laughs> now do you guys have to change valve springs or any anything midway through the year joe or... we usually don't unless we break one we did break one this year but uh majority of the time we we don't never uh never change until the end of the season i'll put a new set on every year gotcha i'm curious i know i've talked to some of the pro stock four-wheel drive guys that are have said, you know, midway through the season, they'll have to change valve springs or what have you. I was curious how that transferred up to the bigger motors. So That might be a difference in RPM, too. What kind of RPM do you guys turn, Joe? Well, we probably turn more than what we should, but a lot of times we'll be getting up there close to eight. Okay. Sometimes a little over once in a while. A lot of these pro stock pickups, these guys will turn, some of them will turn 10,000. Yeah. A few of them will get above there from time to time. Depending on the track, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they they turn them pretty hard. That's pretty hard on valve springs. Yeah, they turn them that yes, hard. <clears throat> so you said you started pulling in what did you say seventy three? How old were you? I would have been fifteen. So, so your dad did he pull at all or? Just yeah, he finally he started pulling. Uh, oh, we had an Alice Chalmers uh, okay. uh, seventy fifty. He he uh, he pulled it a little bit too. And, uh, oh, we, we bought a set of another set of bigger tires one time from mine. And, and then we were looking at changing the fuel pump, going to something bigger there. And my mom, she finally put a stop to it. She said, all right, you boys done spent enough. <laughs> mom had a checkbook, huh? Yeah. Mom, mom said enough's enough. <laughs> That's kind of a joke. I tell pull sometimes is, uh, I think I mentioned that during, uh, the Christensen's a nut and honey truck. It's, uh, I don't know how I got that that name, but uh, I always just kind of talk to the crowd and tell them, you know, that's when his wife asks him, "What's in the what do UPS man bring?" You know, nut and honey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> always get those parts in flat black or a painted color. The shiny, the chrome, really draws attention from from wives and significant others when you're ordering parts. Just a word to the wives out there. <laughs> the chrome really draws attention <laughs> so joe uh i think josh may have asked you your favorite place to pull but 
I'm going to open it up a little bit more here and say, and go back to when you first started pulling, we could include any pool in the country uh, with any organization. Uh, did you ever have a place that you just dreamed about pulling? It could have been Bowling Green or, or even Farm Machinery Show. No, not really. I mean, I always tried to go as much as I could go, whatever my job would allow me. Uh, I just couldn't afford to jump up into the level to uh, like like to go to Bowling Green uh, to be gone <coughs> my job majority of the time. You ever have a favorite? You have a favorite era of pulling? Maybe a, a certain time uh, in the '80s or '90s? Well, or? I guess I had a favorite spot to pull it was Donaldson, Iowa. Uh, it was on the racetrack there. For some reason or another, I could always seem like I could do really, really good right there. Okay. Uh, that 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 was always a, a fun fun place for me to go because I felt like I was always going to do good when we got there. But did you did you have an era like a certain time when it seemed the most fun? <laughs> I don't remember exactly. I don't remember the year it was now. I wound up winning six first places in a row one time. And I, I can't tell you what year that was, but it was with the old truck. Uh, <clears throat> Ronnie Evelyn, that used to run the old White Lightning truck, he got really frustrated with me a time or two there because he he was uh, he he got a lot of seconds that year or that you know during that little period. <laughs> That's frust that is frustrating when you can't figure out how to beat somebody. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. That 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 there, I mean, you know, I, I'll probably never get to that spot again to where I could win six in a row. Uh, it just seemed like I couldn't do anything wrong. Yeah, that's that's tough with competition that's out there now to mm -hmm. to stay ahead of them that far. Yeah, it would definitely be a, a, a tough deal. Uh, well, Joe, you started back in the early '80s, kind of the the heyday of four-wheel drive pulling. It was everywhere and anywhere. Everybody wanted to see it. You had the Gary Salines, Manuel Moreno's, all them guys. Did you have any guys that you looked up to that helped you along through your career, really? Yeah, there, there's uh, – well, I'm, I'm related to uh, Keith March uh, mm -hmm. and his brother, Alan, uh, who really helped me a lot. Uh, to get me, you know, get me started in the truck. Uh, they used to have a truck called Modern Problems. Mm -hmm. And uh, then Keith, he went out on his own uh, without his brother, Alan. And uh, it was called Ballistic Bowtie. He had a he had a truck that was called Ballistic Bowtie. And another gentleman I have to really take my hat off to, or probably two more that really helped me out a lot and give me a lot of inside information and stuff. A lot of times, little Raymond Engelbach and uh harry roberts oh and uh though those are two great guys to be around back in the day they were a lot of fun had a lot had lots and lots of fun <laughs> that's what that's what it's all about yeah right? yeah so what's the the history on the current truck you're running now do you it was there a story on that truck yeah i mean it, it belonged which you know here again related to him too uh by marriage uh cody lewis uh, he had the truck. Of course, he uh, he won Bowling Green uh, maybe once or twice, and I know he won twice at Louisville with that truck. Okay, and I can't was... tell you. It's probably back. I think the sticker's still on the truck in 0, 08, maybe that he might have won Bowling Green possibly. Okay, uh, that the all fired up. Was it? Yes, that was called fired up at that point in time. Okay. 
I, I recall that. I, I thought that was the story on the truck. Yeah. Wanted to ask you there. Yeah. Well, I seen him at the baseball field one night, and he decided, he told me, he said, I believe I'm going to have to sell my truck. So the boys are really getting into baseball. And he said, I think I'm going to have, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell it so we can pursue that a little bit. And yep. I just decided right then, uh, couldn't let it get out of town. Yeah. So story. where did the whiskey business name come from, Joe? Is there any story behind that one? There's really no story. Uh, I, I just kind of just mm -hmm. always kind of thought that fit. It was just kind of a risky business to be doing this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, sooner or later, you're going to scatter one. So, yeah. Yeah. You, have you uh, done that a few times? Yeah, I'd, I'd done one of my 482s one time. And uh, Eric, he's probably he's probably top of the list there of scattered motors. He'd he done a couple back-to-back. -back. <laughs> oh. he, he's pretty good at getting every bit of the good out of one of them. Yeah, yeah he sure is. Back-to-back, <laughs> -back, uh, what year would that have been? Oh, my. I, I, I can't <laughs> tell you now. Uh it been in the last in the last ten years. That's that's you know okay. I don't remember what year that was. Yeah, that that wouldn't fit in there with that. When I ask you what your your best year or best era was there, that uh, that's the polar opposite of the six win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Josh, you got anything to? Eric, Eric's chiming in here. Hang on, Eric's chiming in. I was looking, reading the comments. He said <laughs> I, knew he couldn't, I knew he couldn't stand it. He'd have to chime in. He's been watching the whole time, you know. Oh, been. yeah. What year did he say, Ron? 2016. 2016. Yeah, he's got a good memory for this stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, you know, you guys went out last year. 2020 was a short season, obviously, but you pulled off two huge wins, Mexico and Rock Valley. You come out this year, were there any highlight moments for you this year that just really drove it home? This is why we're still here. We we seem like we struggled a little bit with clutch with the clutch issue and <coughs> that ironed out. Of course, in Eric, he wound up winning uh uh Warrensburg. Mm -hmm. And uh that that was getting down there at the tail end of the season. So but we were uh we were struggling with clutch just a little bit. Any aspirations for next year, things that you're any pull that you really want to go to and win in particularly more than oh, another one? Or? I'd like to go and win them all. It'd be fine. It'd be, it'd be fun for one year. Have you ever won White Ride, Joe? No, I've got uh, second and third there numerous times, but I've never won. Well, maybe you'll get that one this year. Like I said, I, I, it, it, be, it would be there. nice. That's a that's a different that's a different event down there. You go, you know, you're pulling. Starting to show in ninety and hundred degree weather, it it takes a toll on things, but it's yeah. a lot of fun down there. It's just a, it's just a fun little place to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Derek Brown chimed in a couple times here, and uh, was talking about his his pickup that he's putting together, the old Oklahoma Showdown for this next this upcoming season in twenty two. I think he's going to try to run both trucks, the Pro Stock and the. And the modified. You, any words of advice for Derek, Joe? That that uh, that goes from being fun truck pulling to a job. <laughs> <laughs> you got to really love it to want to do too. Yep, Roper's gonna Roper's gonna earn his keep a little more this next summer. I yeah, think. yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be great. That's that's uh, you know just that's two more trucks in the class right there. We're talking about here tonight. So yeah. Uh, 
Should be a really fun. We should season. we should have some really good numbers for next year. I think as far as numbers in our class. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, looking at the schedule here, um, your first hook is White Wright, Texas. Uh huh. Um, then Rock Valley, uh, Troy, Missouri. Uh, Troy, Missouri. That that's uh, that 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 turns out to be a really good track there too. Not just because we won it one time, but it's a, it's a very good horsepower track. Yeah, we'll be back in Troy in 2022. Uh, possibly Marthasville, uh, Montgomery City again, um, Britt, Iowa, Corridon, Iowa. Um, you'll be in Lamar's, Iowa this year. We're going or in 2022. We're going back to Lamar's. That's the night after Corridon. Um, Gibbon, Nebraska. Moville, Iowa again. And of course, Macon, Missouri, your your hometown pool there. Um, possibly the Missouri State Fair. I think that's already out there. Okay. I'm not telling any secrets by mentioning that <laughs> at this point. The Iowa State Fair, uh, Wisner, Nebraska. I'm looking at Madison, South Dakota. And then here's a new one on you Windsor, Colorado. Yes, um, we, we've been hearing a little bit about that. Um, Cape Girardeau, Missouri, and Spencer, Iowa, 22 hooks for my four-wheel drive class in uh, 2022. Be just about right. So, Now, you guys, if you bring both trucks out like you're planning, are you going to be dedicated to one and Eric to the other? Or? I'm not sure how we're going to make this work. We haven't really discussed that too far yet. <laughs> So is the, the, the door still open to the gentleman that, that owns the truck to come out and, and yes. when he has he, a chance? He's he's gonna come and run it part of the time when he can. He's just he's just really busy with what his job job is right now. So he just uh he knows if he doesn't get it out and run it, it'll it'll just get outdated. So he wants to he wants to try to use it. Well I'll tell you what Eric just said on Facebook, he chimed in. He said he'll drive both. So. Yeah, yeah, that figures. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I get to drive is a semi. Yeah. Uh, Eric Brown says, "Oh, we can, we can, do, we can do it." As far as running the pro stock pickup and the modified, uh, Russell Dostel says, "We love all the pullers that come to Wisner." Um, Pretty good pull up there, Wisner. Yeah, that, that's another that's another fantastic pull there. I've got a second. That's as close as I've got there on winning that one there is second place. I've 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 got a lot of seconds in my day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the the short period of time I ran with the group, that uh, that was pretty much my story there as far as points championships. I had several seconds and thirds, never seemed yeah. to get in that top spot. I, I was consistent, just not at at the top of the ladder where I should have been when I was consistent. So, uh, yeah, the Colorado Windsor, Colorado, that's a new one for us. That's a Labor Day weekend in 2022. It's supposed to be a, a really great event, patriotic event out there. Um, and if, of course, making Missouri is a patriotic event. That one, uh, that, that you helped put on there in your hometown, uh, Joe is, uh, uh, We've been doing that. To, well, the year before, we did it in Mexico for the, the Missouri uh, Honor Flight, Central Missouri Honor Flight. And uh, we'll be going back to, to Macon again this year. 
and we were just talking about classes, but uh, I I was watching some video uh, that the NTPA has been in there. Any other organizations pulled there at at Macon before? I put a tri-state just strictly truck pull on way back there in the 80s, but no, it's always been uh, uh, either tri-state, NTPA, or outlaws. Okay. I, PPL came in there, you know, David Marino, he used to be the big promoter of that. Okay. Uh, pull back in, back in the day, the uh, Show Me Showdown. He had PPL in there once, and then he had outlaws in there once, but he pretty much stuck with uh, NTPA most of the time. Okay. Yeah, it's a great facility there for folks out there looking for a pool in Missouri. Uh, come to see us there at Macon this summer. And uh, Josh is a promoter too, Joe. He's got a pool down in Chickasha, Oklahoma. Yeah, a little pool down here every year. Okay, this how summer. come we don't have four-wheel drive trucks there? Well, you gotta you gotta give us time, Joe. Okay. You gotta give us okay. time. All right, I just had to throw that in there. Yeah. That's why I threw that out there. Sorry, I know. Bro. <laughs> we're, we're gonna have some. We're gonna have some four wheel drive trucks this year. Just, just not your four wheel drive truck. Okay. I've got, I've got some things in the works with some promoters up north that are on the same weekend. Where maybe we can rotate some classes on an every other year basis and get some variety to the fans all over. So. Yeah, twenty twenty one was the first year for uh, Josh there at Chickasha, and they had one night. Twenty twenty two, they've already added a class and a second night so he's yeah. moving in the right direction down there all takes time I, however I if playful nursery wanted to sponsor some things down yeah there, yeah yeah you you sound like bigger, bigger and better uh-huh yeah i'm all i'm all time getting hit up about sponsorship <laughs> you deliver that far huh you deliver that far no i don't think i will <laughs> um, i think See? eric might throw a fit if you had to go down there and do a landscape job Great opportunity to expand your horizons, Joe. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, let's let's expand them in another direction. <laughs> I, I'll put it this way: You think it's hot pulling in White Ride in June? Come pull in Chickasha in August. Okay. It was 104 this year when we started yep. pulling. Put it, put it, put us on the list there, and we'll be there. <laughs> we'll get you down here. All right. 23. We'll get you down here before it's said and done. So. I ask this question sometimes of some of our guests, Joe, uh, you've been pulling for 40 years. I mean, uh, you said you took a couple of breaks, but um, pretty devoted for 40 years to the sport since 1981. The changes you've seen and you know, the changes with just people in general, you know, the gen generations coming up, uh, in your opinion, you know, what, what do we need to do to reach out to those folks? I'm always looking for ideas to reach out and get people uh, on the hook of pulling, get them hooked. Most people don't even know what pulling is. I mean, uh, how do we reach out to those people? Did you have any ideas? Uh, I mean, I think what you guys are doing right now with, with this type of show here and the more that it can be put on, uh, put out there, you know, I mean, you know, I, I just love, you know, I can, go to YouTube and pull up just all kinds of pulling a lot of times, especially outlaw pulling. I mean, I, I think that's what has really helped promote this, uh, this sport. Yeah. It's, it, it still kind of amazes me that so many people don't even know what tractor pulling is, you know, after all these years, it's right. Like, you know, there, there's so many pulls around. You think somebody would take a chance. And I think, uh, nothing against, uh, 
antique pulling or anything, but I think that's what people assume it is. Right. Uh, say tractor pulling just in general. They think it's, you know, some guys that pull their tractors out of the field and are, are pulling against each other. So that's kind of a challenge, a barrier we're trying to get over is to get it out there so people can say, hey, what's that? That uh, And, you know, kids out in the country, your farm kids, they know what it is. It's it's the kids in the suburbs and closer to the city that, that don't know. So that, that's kind of a challenge. I always like to ask you know, our guests if they have any ideas because, you know, there, there are no bad ideas. So... No, it's just it's just like going to Kansas City the farm show, or I mean, you know, Louisville's been established for so long, but trying to get trying to get people like say from the city to come to one is 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 really really hard. I mean, because a lot of them don't have no clue what it's even about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's and that's the cool thing about some of the indoor pools too that that you know literally there's not that many anymore. Where back in the '80s, you know, all winter long you could pull on a winter circuit. Uh, you know, pretty much every weekend, but um, most of those indoor pools were in a metro area, and you did get some of that exposure uh, to, you know, kids from the city or kids from the suburbs because of that, you know, and those indoor pools always were heavily advertised on TV as well, so, uh, you know, a lot of our events that we do now, you don't see as much TV advertisement, and, you know, it's just all social media, so, Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll keep plugging away there and, and, and trying to reach out to people. But, um, oh, Dusty, uh, this one's for you, Josh. Dusty and Courtney Berry are saying you need to have four ones in Chickasha. There, there's another one of those classes that we're working on getting down here. It, it, it's coming, I promise you, Mike. My end goal is to build a Rock Valley or a Wisner down here where we bring just about everything the outlaws have to offer down for two days every year. So it's Terry, coming Just with us. Terry Carnahan. You know who that is, Joe? Yes, I do. That uh, be a, be a first cousin. Okay. He's, he's, he says, Hey, cuz line them out. So he's yeah. watching. <laughs> um, Danny Webster is watching. So kind of cool to see when people post things on here. I know the, the young guns, Joe, all their friends will watch and give them a hard time on here. We don't have too many people giving you a hard time tonight. so Well, that's good. <laughs> but I'm used to it. <laughs> so, uh, Josh asked you about any any aspirations for uh, this upcoming season. Let's look beyond that. Uh, is there anything that you've wanted to do in pulling you haven't done yet that you think you might get to doing it? or Well, I, I'm like I, I would love to go to Bowling Green. I mean, we went and watched – uh before but i mean i would love to but here again then we're gonna have to do something different as far as a motor to run you know because they, they have the 650 limit so that's that's the only thing that's holding us up i mean i i would like to try that someday out there just for fun just to say you did what it's kind of uh, like, like going to louisville i mean that to me the winter that's that's kind of like the super bowl of uh of football you know for for us for pulling is, is louisville pull so you, you mentioned that the NTPA rule for your class is 650. Uh, Outlaws is unlimited cubic inch. Um, what kind of cubic inch numbers are we talking with Risky Business? Well, right now we're, we're just a little over 800 cubic inch. A little over 800. Yeah. Okay. Is that all? That's all. That's just a little, little, motor. little small 800 cubic inch motor. I thought you had something in that thing, Joe. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, Russell chimed in for you, Josh, said your pool needs to be when it's cool out so chubby guys like him can come down and not sweat. <laughs> Russell, if I can put up with it, you can, buddy. <laughs> Clark Oltman's watching from Lincoln, Illinois, shared it on Super Ticker Timeline. Thank you. Charlie Herman. Joe, we were talking about the cubic inches there while Ron's reading through the comments trying to catch up. Oh, yeah. What's the biggest motor that you know of on the circuit right now? Or I'm, You're obviously right up near the top. Is there anybody out bigger than you right now? Well, I don't have heard. There, there is just a little bit. I mean, there's some up there at the 820 mark, but at the five, five inch bore spacing, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're getting, you're getting about your limit yeah. unless you go over that five inch bore spacing to get up there to that 900,000 cubic inch. I mean, I think Sonny's has one. It's pushing a thousand or right at a thousand, but it's, it's over. It's a, like a, it's a five, three bore spacing. Yeah. I've seen that. That's a monster. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah I can remember. You, go ahead, Josh. Have you ever had any ambitions? I, I'm from back East, West Virginia, Ohio area. And I always enjoyed going to the OSTPA pools and watching the super modified four wheel drives. Yep. You ever had any ambition to throw a blower on one or? No, not real. I mean, I've thought about it, but they're just, it's just too far away for us. Yeah. That, that's, that's the only hang up I see with that. But uh, we've run years ago, we used to run uh, kind of an open class down in Kentucky. We'd run mod trucks against the super, what we call the super mods, the, the blower motors. And yeah, we were indoors, so we, we could compete with that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But in Kentucky, they still run that 170 inch wheelbase super yeah. mod class. Yeah. Ohio runs the standard wheelbase yeah. super mod uh, lower class. So, yeah, yeah it's always it. funny to get down there in Kentucky and see them with the rear tires basically under the back bumper. Yeah. But. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, anybody you'd like to thank that's helped you out, uh, maybe this past season or over the years, somebody. Well, I'd like to thank Terry Hagedorn. He's been doing, he's done, he's done the motor work for me. And, and, oh, I mean, Terry's good. Uh, and he's close to me. I mean, I've, I've been to Texas for motor work. I've been to Indianapolis for motor work. I mean, I've been all over the country for motor work and this is pretty nice. Only being less than an hour from the house to take something down there and get something worked on. There you uh, go. Having one, you know, freshened up. He does all your freshening up over yep. the off season. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a couple pretty tough trucks. Himself. Yeah. He's got a couple tough, tough trucks himself. Pretty, pretty yeah. tough uh, competitor there, Terry Hagedorn. Oh, I got to thank my nephew, Stephen Schaus. He's, he's helped me, uh, you know, help Eric and I quite a little bit when we needed it. Okay. Uh, with his job, he, he used to go with us quite a little bit, but, you know, with his new job that he's got, he's, uh, he, he doesn't get a lot of time off to go. Uh, okay good deal good deal and i gotta really thank uh eric's girlfriend caitlin yeah she keep for keeping eric in line well to keep him in line and 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 she keeps things she keeps <laughs> things kind of tight tight ship a lot of times with some stuff so, you need so. that you need that yeah <laughs> that's that seems to be progressing along pretty good i've been noticing eric putting on facebook that she's working really hard for a ring to quote him, so maybe something coming in the future there. We never know. Well, we kind of hope so. <laughs> that poor, poor if you can keep him in line. Well, she can definitely keep him in line. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah, we've seen that. We've seen the evidence of that. Yeah. Well, 
gentlemen, Josh, if you don't have anything else, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and close it up with some video here. Uh, I think that's it for me. Thanks for being on here with us, Joe. Hey, no problem, man. Appreciate you all having me. Joe Claypool, the Risky Business Modified Four-Wheel Drive. Thanks for being on tonight, Joe, one of our legends with the Outlaws. Thank you very much. Thanks, Joe. There we go. Another good I got show. This down. I got it down, buddy. You, you, you're becoming a regular old Jason. <laughs> oh, man. Now we get you to talk funny and cut your hair a little crooked. Talk, you just be right up there with the rest of them. <laughs> you might be watching. We better be careful. Yeah, it's all right. We talked crap about you while you weren't here, too. So I know. I figured. <laughs> I figured as much. Comes Goes with territory. This legends, this turned out to be a real good thing, getting to talk to some of these guys that's been around this for many a moon and always some good stories coming from them. Yeah, you know, one of the things that you, you, know, you think about is how, well, how do you classify someone as a legend? Um, I'd say 40 years, you know, pretty much pretty solid pulling year in, year out is uh, would consider Joe Claypool a legend. So. I would say if that resume doesn't get it done, nothing will. I agree. But thanks, Joe Claypool, for coming on. Josh, thank you for coming on, buddy. Um, thanks for having us. Enjoyed it. Tune in next Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We'll be back for another episode of Outlaw. Folks, thanks for tuning in. Good night. Thanks, Josh. Three forty point oh seven, the mark to beat. Joe Claypool out of Macon, Missouri. Risky business. Three thirty-eight point three. Risky business. Had a lot of speed at mid-track. The track just left the center. Risky business. Not going to get there. Actually heard a surge in RPM right here about 220 feet.
truck down there. I do. Here we go, Mr. Eric Claypool out of Macon, Missouri, the risky business. Joe gonna lay it in there nice. Not gonna be enough, I don't.